Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Dan Enriquez. And I'm Martin Burgess. And this is The Lamely Meeting. A podcast dedicated to the wonderful world of Mariah Carey. Where we break down all things Mimi. The short skirts. The big hair. Whatever. So, grab a splash, sit back, and get ready to lamb out. Hey. Welcome, Lamb. Welcome to episode four. Episode four of the Lamely Meeting. This is getting so exciting. and It's going to be a good one this mm-hmm. week for the nostalgia. This what week is all about the nostalgia. What is the meeting about? Today, we are discussing the debut album. Ooh. 25 years. I have a confession. What? I don't like the album. Martin. <laughs> Martin. Uh, <sighs> let's talk about that later. Okay. What we're, are we going to do now? Moment. We're, we're, we need a moment. I need a moment. Let's have a moment. <laughs> okay, you got to give us a moment. I'm waiting for my moment. Get. Thank we you. share moments whenever. Transitional moment. Like a fun, you know, cute remix moment. An amazing moment. But I'm also featuring moments for you. Uh-oh, I need a camouflage moment. A genius moment. A short moment. I've been waiting for this moment the whole day. Hey, Dan. Hey, Martin. How's it going? Real good. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've just been knocked upside the head with some information, uh, but that's well, okay. You know, this is why we have these meetings. You know, I've always said that I don't like the first few albums. Not that they're bad. I'm not saying they're no. bad. I just personally they're just not don't your, They're not your it. bag. They're, they're not your cup of tea. Yeah, but let's talk about that later. We'll talk about that later because we have a lot of moments to go through today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, happy Labor Day weekend. Weekend. Yes. Well, it's over now, but I know end of summer. End of summer, everyone. The, well, the good news is we're going into the festive season. Exactly. My this favorite is like our year. favorite time of the year. Yeah, you know, I was actually was reflecting on summer. I had a good summer. Yeah, it was very festive. It's pretty long, like, but we like that. Yeah. After this long winter, we needed a long summer. And I felt like last year's summer, we got gypped. It was too short. Yeah, it was too short because it got cold really quick. It did. And we didn't really get a super big heat wave. No. Not enough to, like, hate summer and wish it was gone. <laughs> right. Like, I, I didn't get my money's worth last year. Yeah, I'm definitely ready for, like, sweater weather. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I have you a know. whole wardrobe waiting. I know. Get. I can't wait to bring my sweaters out because I'm like, now I don't have to fit in these tiny little t-shirts anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... I'm super excited because Mariah is back, or was back. I don't know about her. She's back in the country. She's back in the country. She's back. She was in uh, New York. I know. Again, She's got to check on the apartment. Make sure Someone, it's still there. I hope somebody's taking care of it. I'm sure she has a whole staff taking care of it. Yeah. Or at least a couple folks. I feel better now that she's back. Though. I know, right? It yeah. feels like, ugh. I'm safe. Okay. I can go Things outside okay. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so she was here for Labor Day. Well, she didn't sit still. She no, didn't stay she, home and no, do she nothing. did not. She, she went, went to, to the zoo. zoo. <laughs> Why would she? She was just traveling this whole time. Why I know. You? It's like, girls, just sit stay down. I would, sit down. The last thing I would want to do is go to the zoo. Exactly. I would have sat in my closet all day if I yeah. had her closet, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe her bath. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> One of them. She has a lounge in the bath, so you may as well just lounge there. Um, but I, if I had that bathroom, I would never. I'd never leave, leave it. it. No, <laughs> I'll conduct everything <laughs> for my bathroom. You, you set up your whole life's business right there. <laughs> yeah. Everything, everything you need. Just that big TV in there. Everything. I know, right? Ugh. Anyway. The life of a diva. Yeah. I love it. So, um, so I don't know back, why she But was... I think she left. I think she's back in California now. Yeah, I know. But th- th- I could I think be James... lying. But I, I'm pretty sure she is. I think James has a house out there. Oh, I bet he does. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? I think I read somewhere. I don't know anything about James because, you know, he's from your land. Mm. Um, but his birthday is coming up. Yeah. I think it's either today or tomorrow or something. It's mm. sometime this week. Soon. So they're probably doing something. If they're not working, they're probably doing some big festive moment for his birthday. Yeah, but I bet she's also out there because she has to start filming the Christmas show. Yeah. Oh, movie. yeah. For sure. There has to be some sort of pre-production. Because it's out in what, October? Out. What is it, September? It's September. I would think it'd come out in November yeah, or early, December. I'm sure, early November. Oh, wait, no, October well, December. Still Thanksgiving thing, it'll, Halloween. Yeah, it'll probably be early December. Yeah. So. Is that when they start playing the Christmas movies? I, don't, I guess. I don't know. When's Thanksgiving? End of yeah, November? Yeah, like the, 20, the 27th, the 25th. So, like, after that, right? Yeah. Then it's that's Christmas season. But that's soon. Like, she needs to get filming. Right. I'm sure Pronto. she has people doing it for her now. She's now she's back in the states after her, you know, luxury trip. Yeah, you know, like never-ending vacation. Never-ending, and she went. Well, she, when she was out there, she um, was at the U2 concert. Yeah, they did like did their, they they. Uh, she went to the opening of their big European tour. Do you think she's secretly mad they won okay, the Grammy? I, I know, right? <laughs> I know that they've met before. Well, first of all, so let's um, remind the let's listeners. Let's remind everybody exactly what happened. Mariah was nominated for Album of the Year at the well, Grammys. It's Song of the Year and Record of the Year as well. Yeah, Record of the Year at the Grammys for The Emancipation of Mimi. Right. And then In for the same... We Belong Together, she was oh. nominated for Record of the Year and Song of the Year. Yeah. Um... And you two won all of those awards. Yeah. She got nothing. Uh-huh. She got her R&B awards, which she's very grateful she for. She got, like, yeah, like, two or three? She got three. Three that year. Yeah, yeah. she got three, because now she has five. 25 years in the business and five Grammys. <laughs> Why I oughta. Yeah. Who's in charge of this? What? I think they're probably in cahoots with Rolling Stone. Yeah, what is up with, like, <laughs> Mariah Boycott? I know. Well, I mean, that's why she hasn't been there in forever. Like, yeah, screw them. Th- exactly. That's she like need, she, just junk she anyway. She doesn't need that junk. Just take your space. I mean, it. It, I mean, it's great to have the recognition, but when you've been doing so much in this industry for so long and you still can't get the recognition from the Grammys, yeah, then you know it's just time to move on. Yeah, sorry about ya. Well, that's what's great about social media and podcasting and all this stuff is that you create your own audience. You don't need them right. anymore. Exactly. Screw like, it. You know give it to Rihanna I guess she deserves it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think I'm starting to notice that Mariah is getting over the general public too like she's just posting for the lambs and right. lamb she's references just, and exactly she's like becoming a lamb herself she, <laughs> she is queen lamb <laughs> yeah. she's queen of the lamb but she's, I think she's lamb-dum. starting to get it now oh for sure and she doesn't like, care about like, anybody uh, else 
you know, especially with this last album, I remember she was doing a little uh, interview on the Today Show after her performance, and she's like, yeah, this album's, like, for the lambs, you know, listen to it as a whole, but, you know, if any of these other folks out there want to, like, listen to a song, that's fine, too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, Mariah. She doesn't, um, need, to, she doesn't need to do it. She does that not need to, anymore. No, she doesn't need to cater to those folks. Yeah. She knows who her lambs are. Oh. So that's what we love. But yeah, I'm surprised you um, went to the U2 concert. I bet James made her go. Oh, probably, because I was I like, you know what? He's it. probably totally into U2. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. they're good. They're a nice, like, you know, rock band. I, you can jam out to their songs. Yeah, but I bet I, I, he was I, I, totally involved. I'm sure Bono's a fan. They have oh, to be. Of course. Yeah. What else? It's been up to. Well, oh, also, she got okay. seen eating pizza okay there are very few times where the paparazzi actually capture mariah eating yeah. and i could probably count them on one hand right. less than one hand yeah um first of all she's in italy mm -hmm. while these people capture her eating pizza which is first Fine. of all she is a human so she does eat if you go to italy what are you gonna eat what are you gonna eat you're gonna eat pizza, pizza. what else are you gonna eat exactly but there were some and I, pasta which right. she was also seeing eating <laughs> That's what you and do. And wine, yes. which is that's what you do. <laughs> and I think like some of the the uh, you know gossip brags or news reports were like subtly trying to shade her yeah. uh, into like or fat shame her because you know. Well, no one's going to say it, but they're going to post those pictures and just like oh look they're at Mariah. Going, exactly, they're going to they're Peeking going out. to hint at you know whatever. But I think she's. I mean, if you're in Italy, mm -hmm. that's what you do. Yeah, you know. That's hello. And why are they being mean to her? Why everybody's been mean to Mariah? Leave the, her alone, right? Damn it! I think we need to make a little YouTube video. Leave Mariah alone. Yeah, like Chris like Trucker style. Yeah, uh -huh. just have a meltdown about Didn't it. Didn't he become real famous after that? Yeah, then he became. But now he's a porn star, I think. I think I read that somewhere. Yeah, but I bet he's making some money or something. I'm sure he made some sort of money. Um, I think he's doing a podcast with Perez Hilton. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 I, I love everybody. Mm -hmm. I, lo I I waited on Perez Hilton and his mother once. <laughs> this is oh, so really? random. Because um, I, I work in restaurants, so yeah. like I'm a server, a bartender, been doing it for years. Yeah. So here in New York, there was this new restaurant like a year or two ago. And this is totally off topic, but you know, whatever. It's yeah. Perez Hilton. Who cares? He can talk shit about people, so can I. So anyways, um, it was just he and his mother... It was his mom's birthday. You know, it's like a Monday night or something, real low-key. Um, fairly new restaurant, so it's not ter terribly busy on a Monday. Mm. Um, so I happened to be their server, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm telling you, he's sitting there with his mom. We're sending him, like, tons of free food. Like, they eat everything, mm. like the two of them. Like, they basically ate our whole menu. And then the entire time that he is there, him and his mom are barely even talking to each other. He's on Grinder the entire meal. What? I'm like, are you kidding me? He's gotta be kidding me. Gross. And, like, he's not even trying to hide it. Gross. Like, because I can totally see what's on his phone. Yeah. I mean, like, don't I'm not gonna lie, I've been on Grinder myself, but not having, you know, not my in front of your dinner. Mother. <laughs> yeah. My mother yeah. for her birthday. But anyways. Oh my god. So I wish him well. Mm-hmm. And more power to you, Perez. You do you. Mm. I ain't mad at you. Mm-mm. Um <laughs> but there and okay, so there was the whole Mariah eating pizza, but then there are other reports and rumors that are out there too. Well, I heard that she is considering a breast reduction. Right. Okay. Um, you know, Mariah doesn't comment on these re 
ridiculous. I was just about to say, how did, they, how did they even hear that? Right. Did like, not come well, out of Mariah's That head. did not come out of Mariah's mouth. And Mar- nobody's talking. And if Mariah is considering that, nobody's talking about that. She didn't talk about getting him inflated in the first place. No, and I don't know. If we, <laughs> I, I, I can neither <laughs> confirm or deny <laughs> what Mariah's breasts are. <laughs> that will be a topic uh, in the lamb kitchen World. table talk. that's kitchen table talk we don't talk about that yeah don't get it's mariah's business <laughs> i will say though after the babies her breasts are humongous yeah enormous which is i guess what naturally happens to women right yeah, i don't know yeah, anything yeah. about women yeah but that's what happens yeah so everything expands i think everything so i mean i don't know i think they look I've, fine now i Everything... love mariah's cleavage don't get me wrong i think now they look perfectly like normal and i think in they're proportion. totally in proportion now here's the thing I, me being a huge mariah fan yeah i get a million because que- i tell everyone i'm a mariah, a mariah fan you huh. know one of their first questions are um are they real or fake and yeah. i'm like what are you talking about yeah. like and I tell people they're real because I really think they are real. I think maybe she did have them put in in like 98 or something. This is kitchen table talk. I should not be talking yeah. about somebody else's <laughs> body parts. Please forgive me. We're all lamely. We're all lamely. So it's all in fun. Please forgive me, Mariah. This is none of my business. But I think she had them put in in 98, 99. And then I think she had them taken out. And then I think really? now that... Yes, because if you watch the Sweetheart video, her they look like Pam Anderson because they're like real round and hard. Yeah. But then like if you look at like the Heartbreaker video which came after they're very natural and like they hang very naturally. I don't know how titties hang so I can't really comment on this because I'm not a female nor do I have ever really seen any in real life. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like around the emancipation they were really big. Yeah, but here's my other thing. I think those are moments I'm like, whoa, they're huge. I think her whole body sort of like I think Mariah's always been a late bloomer. Like just like um like physically. Yeah. Like if you look at her when she first came out, yes, she was totally, totally skinny and tiny and didn't have you know, much of a chest. Yeah. But she barely I mean, she was nothing but skin and bones. Yeah. So like when like the Mimi era, I thought her body was perfect. Like I thought she had just the right amount of like meat on her bones. Mm. And yes, maybe her titties were a little bit bigger, but I think they just naturally grew into themselves. I think when she hit like thirty, I think she sprouted a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I don't deny that, but there's something... <laughs> there's still some disagree. suspicion. Yeah. Yeah. There's still some suspicion out there. Anyways, that's, that's, one of the, that's probably the most asked question that I get, yeah. being a Mariah fan. Well, I think because it was such a obvious difference real quick. Yeah. It's not like she gained a ton of weight and just never lost it on her boobs. Right. She just... I, again, top heavy real quick. <laughs> I don't know anything about female bodies. So, um, but yeah, I highly doubt she's going to get them reduced. Yeah. I mean, if she's going to get her breasts reduced, I mean, you may as well go the whole thing and get your whole body done. Yeah. So, well, I wonder if they're causing problems for her now. I mean, I don't know. It could. It could be an issue. It could be an issue. I also wonder if it affects her voice because that all I, kinds I of bet, like weight on I the bet chest. weight and... I mean, breathing, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, okay, uh, if we're going to talk Mariah's business, I guess we talk my business. Like, I've gained, like, 30 pounds in, like, this past, like, five months. Yeah. I don't know how. Don't ask me. But, like, I really feel myself, like, 
it's like my body is not used to carrying that much extra weight yeah and it's not like muscle weight like it's just like total fat or something i don't know now that i'm in my 30s i guess this was what happens is what people tell me Mm -hmm. um so i could totally see how her body is like yeah you know trying to keep up with trying to carry it all trying to carry it all it's like a new frame yeah so i can sort of relate to what that is again we shouldn't be talking about people we love mariah no matter what size she is but on a brighter brighter note Mm. um i was uh reading the you know the internet the interweb Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it nowadays um and on a good positive note uh spotify which is like that streaming music thing oh yeah which i used to use all the time but now that itunes does it Mm -hmm. i just use itunes oh yeah you know i don't know i use itunes now but whatever spotify created um the list of like i think it's like um all-time classic songs or most played songs yeah like older songs like from like you know the whatever the past like 50 years or something Uh and uh to our surprise mariah was actually listed yay pretty funny list (laughs) well she was like number i think she was like number 12 yeah uh and the song is like our favorite song which everyone's favorite song yeah all i want for christmas is you yeah um which people are always like oh i don't like mariah or i oh i like old school mariah and everybody like, knows that and i'm song. like you know what what do you think about all i want for christmas is you and they're like oh my god i love that oh my god it's my favorite oh, everybody loves everybody it. loves it i don't know so, anybody who all of those people it. out there who say they hate mariah mm-hmm. you actually love her you just don't realize you probably it. don't know it you don't know yeah. it <laughs> so i was really happy that she made, finally made a list well such a funny list too because like number one to like 10 was Eminem, Lincoln Park. Right. Oh, they were F-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
a few Will, steps. And... I love everything, but that was not my favorite at <laughs> all. Um, so seeing this Christmas show, as I was like in heaven. Yeah. I was like, this is beautiful. This is someone has money put into it. Yes, it's great. Uh-huh. And you know, he's also doing uh, her he, the Vegas the show, Vegas show so, which is great. Like that's that's. I gotta go out to Vegas, as do you, Martin, yeah. and see this show because we're not going to talk about what happened May thirteenth um, <laughs> when I happened to be in Vegas. But whatever, that's mm. fine. We're not going to talk about that. The tragedy. The tragedy. Um, so I'm going to have to make it out there again, and because this is going to be this is Mariah's biggest stage production. It's beautiful. They need to make a DVD. Just they need a, to make a DVD. Just document I mean, it. I'm sure they're documenting it, and as soon as her run in Vegas is over, they better release a DVD. Thank you, David Corns, for you know doing well, I can't all wait. your hard work. I can't wait for the second show because. The first one was so amazing. Now they've had now, time to think about exactly. it more. It's not, it's gonna it's be not like abstract. Bigger and better. Like now we know what the Christmas show needs to be. And you know, just the sidebar, Martin is so lucky because she's performing at the Beacon Theater oh. and Martin lives like basically a block away from the Beacon Theater. So like Mariah's basically performing in his backyard. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's not good lamb. because when it's like Christmas time, like when it, when it happened last year, I was kind of just walking around the block all day long, <laughs> trying to look like, what's going mm, on. Was, you never know. I wanted to see what was happening. I just wanted to see the It's the a little too check. close because you're like, okay, now I have to like sit outside the back door and see see what's happening. Well, I'll tell you a little tidbit. So if you go down like 74th Street and Amsterdam, mm-hmm. the back door of the stage is on the street. So oh, really? You, yeah. So if you just stand around, you could hear the sound check. You can hear what's going oh, wow. on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Martin, don't tell me all that. I will be out there. Although I hate... I've been going to Mariah events and things in the cold for so long. I'm uh, sort of over yeah. it. If she does things in the cold weather anymore, I'm sort of like, eh, I think she's over it, too, though. I think she's over it, too. It's still la- it's still the day after Labor Day. We have to... I know. I know. We still, But it's going to be here before you know it. And um, I can't wait. Oh, Oh man, I love those Christmas shows. The I'm Christmas so shows were glad so good. that she's doing that. I was actually again. watching last year's one on YouTube. On yesterday. YouTube? I know, right? I fell into the worst YouTube hole yesterday. <gasps> Mar- don't get me started, <laughs> Martin. I do that sometimes. <laughs> so, like last night, I was like watching just, you know, usually when I start watching Mariah on YouTube, I like have something specific that I really want to watch. Researching. Right. Or I'm researching, you know, refreshing yeah. my memory. But like when I don't have something specific, yeah. I just fall into like, the biggest, deepest, darkest rabbit hole of Mariah YouTube videos, and recommend- I've seen them all. Yeah, like, but those recommendations really get they you. They really, and you'd be like, "Oh, oh, what's that? Oh, which yeah. one is that?" Like ten best Mariah vocals, <laughs> right? Like, what? And you're like, "What? Let me see who. What? Let me check this list. Let me yeah. see this. Yeah. It's so crazy." And so I was in the same position last night, Martin, and then I woke up this morning, uh-huh. and I immediately went to my laptop and started looking uh-huh. up more YouTube videos. <laughs> and it was crazy though because, and I sent you this link um because i was so shocked i found a mariah video i'd never seen before which is so rare for me oh the hey hey saturday the in hey, australia. Hey, saturday in australia from 98 like yeah. i'd seen the other ones yeah but i never saw that one oh. i was like oh my god she was wearing pants yeah oh my god yeah 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 so you guys should check it out you should check it out we'll we'll post the link to it because she's really, like like really sweet and just i know oh, and then i was thinking gosh i love i love when mariah gets like you know, she's just really personable, and she's, like, standing there, she's very comfortable, mm-hmm. and she's, you know, even though, like, she can't speak, her doctor told her not to talk, yeah. you know, she's she's just very friendly and likable, uh-huh. and now, you know, you see it, and it's like, okay, she knows 
every angle she's going to stand, everything is pre-planned, mm-hmm. every question, every answer, all of that is like pre-planned with Mariah now. Yeah, which um, is, so, which is so, I'm sort of over it, but now I see why she does it. I think just because she's older. You know what I mean? Like, she, when she was there in 98, she was still a young girl. Yeah. Like, so she's like, boom, boom, boom. And now I think it's just business for her. Yeah. You know, she's older. She's been there. She's done that. She's learned a lot. She's seen a lot. And she's not trying to play anything. She's here. This is business. And that's it. Yeah, I you agree. Know? So I, I can sort of see that. So I'm not mad about that But I feel anymore. like the way she, she speaks now on television, the general population, the general audience is detaching from her. They're not, they're not being warm to her anymore. True. And some, like, we and, love it, obviously. Right. But. You know. But then, you know, it's because... But then, when I think when she's, like, on a good show, like Jimmy Fallon, yeah. I think people really love it. Mm-hmm. Because she is very loose mm. and sort of, you know, has that, that vivacious, you know, energy to her. Yeah. Even the um, car karaoke that yeah. she did. Like, yeah. just Mariah just exactly. relaxed and having so a good time. So she can still do that, you know, but I think for the majority of what the general public see, hmm. they're seeing the more rehearsed, planned business yeah. side of Mariah, which is fine. It is. But whatever. All right, so I think it's time for the Lamely meeting. Meeting time. Lamely meeting. It's time. It's time again. Here we are. Now, we're going to get straight into it, Martin. Mm. You're not a fan of the album. I Listen, I don't think it's a... There's a difference. Pay attention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a bad album. It just doesn't connect to me the way modern Mariah connects to me. I get that. I'm, I'm down with that. But, yeah. I mean, I think for me, I I connect with it for if nothing else just the nostalgia aspect of it Mm. like because i remember listening to that as a little kid and i mean that's why like you know i i I just i love it yeah i think it it speaks volumes in her career it's not my favorite mariah album for sure Mm -hmm. but it definitely definitely holds holds up and i love it yeah you know i listened to a um, a few times a long time ago and just never felt the urge to put it on again. Uh, I played I, it a couple of days ago to research right. for this episode. And You're st- great it's still, album. It's still not touching you. Not, <laughs> but not even the singles? Not the Vision of Love? Not they're great. The, no, they're the great. beautiful Love Takes Time? Listen, I'm into the Vision of Love again because she's been doing singing it with Infinity. Uh-huh. So that's right. kind of reinvoked it in me. Okay. But I'm just not crazy about oh it oh my goodness well I think I, a, listen i think a good comparison a uh-huh. good way to visualize this is farm caged eggs and free-range eggs some people like both some people can't tell the difference i prefer free-range <laughs> and this that's... album is caged mariah i like okay. free-range mariah I... <laughs> that's a very good way to put it actually i totally understand i'm i'm not shaming you yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, I mean, we're coming from two, two different angles here. I really have a nostalgic love for this album, if nothing else. I mean, I also think um, it's, it's uh, got some amazing songs on it. Yeah. Um, where I guess you, you didn't have that nostalgic connection. And um, so that's okay. No, well, also in Australia, I don't remember it being a sensation when it came out. 
Right. Okay. Well, wh- how? Where did Mariah? I mean, first really hit it in Australia. If it wasn't with the debut album, was the, it like Music Box or Daydream? My earliest memory uh, of Mariah coming into like the public sphere where I became aware of her was, I guess, Music Box Hero yeah. had come out, yeah. and we had a national tragedy at the time, mm. these enormous bushfires, which really can wipe out huge areas of of the country. So. I think it was so, Ash Wednesday or something. And so the hero became the theme song of the it. moment. Right, okay. Because it's an ongoing, like like the wildfires here. Like yeah. It's an it ongoing just, process like to a, get rid of it. So It's gotta, not easy. We've got to keep putting out that fire. <laughs> <laughs> so hero was the theme song of the fire okay. at the time. And I think that helped her career in Australia rise up. Okay. All right. So, so I miss, so I miss I, those I, whole I, few, I totally understand that. Those first few albums, I weren't even on my radar at the time. Right. Yeah, they were always there for me, though. Like, I remember them very, very specifically. Mm. I mean, and, you know, it's always very interesting when I come across, like, younger lambs mm. who are, like, 15, 16 years old, and they're like, oh, my God, I love Mariah and Lamb, Lamely, hashtag L for L, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, sweetheart, <laughs> baby, baby doll. You didn't exist. <laughs> you didn't even exist when Mariah was at the highest height of everything, like... Yeah. In the 90s, Mariah was everything. Like, no world. one could touch her. Yeah. No one could touch her. No. Nope. You know? And they tried I'm like, to, but... And I love you little lammies out there. I think it's amazing. But I bet, like... <laughs> I'm not hating on you. I, I love it. But I'm just saying, I bet a lot of the younger lambs... Don't know about this album. Probably don't even know about this album. Mm-mm. So, I mean... So, I'm going to give some of my nostalgic love and... and uh, connection to this album in this meeting, so yeah. I hope so. I hope y'all understand. That. I really have zero memories of it. Yeah, I'm a 15 year old lamb. I know. I'm eternally 15. <laughs> eternally, you're eternally 15. Exactly. That's what it is. Oh my god, that would make me eternally 25 then. But that was a good age for me. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was 25, but I really looked like I was 19. So I, you know. Uh, I would go back to that. <laughs> now I'm over the hill, and who knows? But I, I mean, f- first of all, we got to get into the album because this is really not only was this album like a success for Mariah and like it really brought her to the spotlight, um, but I think it also helped change the musical scope uh-huh. of you know what was popular and and where music was going. I think it came out at a very um, transitional moment, mm-hmm. like. Prior to this, we only had people like Whitney out there. Right. You know, and that's why Mariah got so many comparisons to Whitney. It's very ballad heavy. It's very, well, it, it's very ballad heavy, and it's also very, um, what do they call it, middle of the road? Yeah, like uh, adult contemporary. I, right, it's, it's very that. Um, but I think that's okay. And honestly, if I had to say one thing about this album, sort of in reference to maybe why you're not a big fan of it, I bet Mariah's not even that big of a fan of it. I don't think she is. Um, I think, you know, she loved it and her dream was finally coming true and she was doing it. But because she didn't have her hands in every aspect of this album, mm. I don't think it's her favorite, which is why I think with the with the Vegas show, when she was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to sing Someday Again. Yes. I just don't know about it. Yeah, I think she hates <laughs> you know, those songs. I, I just don't think she... Again, she probably doesn't have that close connection with them because... When she was first signed, they took her music uh-huh. and they put it in hands of like 
20 other million people of the label of the, of the, label, of the producers that she was paired with because uh, one of the main things that I remember when this album, you know, and even looking back on it now, like Mariah was, she said, oh, you know, I, I like this, blah, blah, blah. But like, for instance, she would have said, oh, with Vision of Love, I would have done it a little bit of a different way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like because she was sort of for- forced to work with other people. Yeah. So just to give a little backstory for you guys who don't know, like... Oh, wait, do you remember that scene in Glitter when um, Debrat and the friend get axed from the video clip? And she says, yes, the, yeah. label makes <laughs> the label these makes these decisions. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. That's and of course, some... that, that moment had to be in there because... Okay, so start from the beginning, blah, 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 Mariah High School, she's writing, she's writing. We'll try to make this real short, um, but a little backstory because... Her, um, you know, she was doing, like, uh, demo sessions and recording sessions just for whatever. Like, I think her brother got her a couple, like, recording gigs or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And through working with some of those people, she uh, ran into one person who then ran into, who introduced her to a guy named Ben Margulies. Mm -hmm. They then started working together on all these records, writing, producing. Most of the songs on the first album all were ben. written yeah. with Ben and Mariah, yeah. like in the woodshed. Yeah. The woodshed with the the uh, little Casio, little keyboard, Casio or whatever. keyboard, whatever their little makeshift studio was. And that's where she recorded her demo, mm-hmm. which then, of course, famously got into the hands of Brenda K. Starr after her singing backup for Brenda K. And then Tommy Matola, Cinderella story, fairy tale, blah, blah, blah. But it actually wasn't even like that. Because even from the beginning, there were, uh, you know, label politics Mm -hmm. so referring to glitter that moment where it's like the label makes these decisions mariah got signed yeah and her writing partner ben margulies was essentially axed out yeah like yeah you're gonna get credit but you're not gonna produce these mariah you're not gonna produce these we're just gonna we own her now we're just gonna do what we want with yeah mariah you can write the melody and lyric all you want but we're pairing you with these specific you know of the moment top top dog producers you Mm -hmm. know and i don't think mariah was a big fan of that obviously Mm -hmm. i mean if you look at every album after that Mm -hmm. she was labeled as producer and she was even nominated for a grammy as producer of the year for emotions Uh uh, which was her album right after uh her debut which you can't blame her because she's like an 18 year old girl she's an 18 year old girl and she's like you know okay i got this like okay this is how it works i my hands are tied. I guess this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so poor Ben Margulies got the axe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know if the, I'm sure they're still friendly because, again, it wasn't. Wouldn't it be great if we secretly found out Ben's been ghostwriting with her? Oh, like, my God. Secretly? Wouldn't that be something else? Plus, there's all those other demos that, like, they wrote together and yeah. recorded that have never seen the light of day. Yeah. So you never know. Mariah, what's up with those? I bet she hooked him up. Oh, I'm sure there. I'm sure there was a great severance package in there with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he got something out of it. Oh, by the way, have you seen that video on YouTube? And it's like someone pushing play on a cassette recorder, and it's yes, like a little. Uh, and they're like, montage? oh, these are like the. Um, it's the, like the maybe demo tape. a demo tape, like recordings from the original demo tape. I'm sort of specti- s- skeptical. Spe- skeptical. <laughs> skeptical. <laughs> I'm skeptical on that only because for me. I'm not quite sure what was on that re- that the demo, the original demo. I think Mariah said there were five songs on it, hmm. and I don't 
know what those five songs are. A lot of people think Vision of Love was on it, but I'm like, I don't know. I think Vision of Love was written right after Mm -hmm. she got signed. Mm -hmm. Because Vision of Love is all about you know, her love and for music and this finally happening. Mm. Like, she dreamed of this vision of love Mm. for her career. Like, that's really what the song is about. Mm -hmm. You know? So I think that came after, but I think a lot of people are like, Vision of Love was actually on it. I don't know. This, that, and the other. On the demo tape. So I'm not quite sure. I think there's still a little... Which is why I'm skeptical. Right. Because I don't know. But um, but if somebody had it, 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 I mean, it definitely sounds good, and it sounds like it's stripped down. Yeah, I hope they don't remaster it. I hope they give it like that old timey cassette feel. Exactly. Like, don't HD it up. Don't. Don't do it. Yeah. I mean, because you know, and here's a little tidbit of information for you guys who don't know um, a lot about the recording of this. When she brought the original like demo recording a vision of love to the label and they're like okay this is great we'll put it on the album um but here let's work with this producer guy this that and the other and mariah was not happy with the production of that song she's like it's too overproduced Mm -hmm. um but she was able to get them to include some of the original demo vocals so all of the background vocals that you hear in Vision of Love are actually from the demo tape. Hmm. Especially that when, like, towards, like, uh, the middle or bridge of the song, mm-hmm. when Mariah sort of calls back in her own voice in the background, yeah. like the high note, for instance. Right. All those vocals are from the original demo. Oh, wow. So she was like, I need something from this because this is really how I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And so she was able to work that in. But, like, the, the lead vocal and the production... But those of those backing vocals were originally from. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm like, you know, there goes Mariah trying to do what she can from day one. Uh, from day one. But having said that, um, I found this really interesting quote from Don Einer, who was the president of uh, Sony Records, uh-huh. which was like the father or parent company to Columbia, which Tommy Mottola ran. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and. It just goes to show that from the very beginning, Mariah was so young and she was so ambitious, but she had no idea what she was getting into. Like, she had no clue because, like, all she wants to do is just sing, write, Mm -hmm. you know, she thinks it's all like fairy tales, this, that, and the other, Mm -hmm. but little did she know in the next few years she was going to. This is a business, honey. So I found this quote from him, um, and I forget who he told it to, but. what he says is, quote, for this particular time, she is my number one priority. We don't look at her as a dance pop artist. We look at her as a franchise. Wow. And th- that speaks volumes, I think, to, um, you know, Mariah's m- career, at least f- up until maybe 97. Mm-hmm. Like where she was finally old enough and she finally was in the business long enough to really realize that she is just, she's a pawn mm-hmm. and she's just a moneymaker. Yeah. I mean, they do that to everybody nowadays. I mean, everybody out there nowadays is just manufactured and oh, everybody's just the product. Especially their first albums, you can really oh, tell. Second albums now are just completely different. Exactly. It's, it's very interesting. So it's like, this is not something that just happened to Mariah, but I think no. just because it was such a big, they, they really put a lot of money into the promotion marketing and you know the grooming of Mariah like this is going to be Mariah Carey we're making you a product but you know I feel like Mariah was is was one of the first people to speak out about it 
definitely. Like she wasn't quiet. She, she was not, not quiet. She was like, I, you know, I. This is what's happening. This is what I want. I. We always knew that she was unhappy with the label and what got mm-hmm. released. Mm-hmm. And this and that. Like she never just played along. Like oh no, right. everything's so great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, poor Mariah. But back to this big, beautiful album. The one saving grace, I think, on this whole album is the song Vanishing. It's a great song. It's a great song. And, and her voice is so like amazingly uh, fresh. First of fluid, all. Fluid. Oh, my God. Soaring. You, you know, yeah. and when if you don't know Vanishing, you've got to listen to it. I'm sure most of you do. Um, because to this day, when Mariah does reference the debut album... Mm. Um, or when she's asked, oh, what songs from your past do you wish were uh, singles mm-hmm. that weren't? She will always mention Vanishing. If mm-hmm. she mentions anything off the debut album, it's Vanishing. Mm-hmm. She still does to this day. It's because that was the one and only song that she was actually allowed to produce by herself. Mm-hmm. So it's just Mariah. She wrote it. Piano. And everything is just all Mariah. So I think that has a special spot in her heart. Um, and it's I definitely love it distinctive too. on the album, album too. Definitely, I think because it's so stripped down, it makes it almost a timeless yeah. song. Uh-huh. It's so much more mature than what you would think a nineteen, twenty-year-old woman would be singing. I mean, look at yeah. what they are singing now. Good God, bless these children out there today. <laughs> Somebody help them. Yeah. Um, but that song still stands the test of time. Yeah. Whereas some of the other songs on the albums, they, they do sort of uh, fall into that category of outdated. Yeah, they have that cheesy 90s. That cheesy 90s, early, early 90s, 90s too. late 80s, that yeah. whole sort of like vibe. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, ugh. But again, that's probably why this is not Mariah's favorite album, because that wasn't Mariah's choice. Like, if yeah. she did it, she would have done everything stripped down. And Mariah's music doesn't really have like a time... Like her new stuff, you can listen to that whenever. Mm-hmm. It's still just it current still good mm-hmm. hip hop, R and B esque yeah. music. Even this things, has a feel. Even, yeah, even things like emotions and things like fantasy. Yeah, they still hold up. Mm-hmm. Dream lover mm-hmm. still holds up in today's world mm-hmm. of music. Like it's still. Um, but this first album, really, the only ones that stand up still, I think, are the four singles: "Vision of Love," "Vision of Love," "Stands Up," "Love Takes Time." Um, someday and I well someday, someday and I don't want to cry are questionable they're pretty 90s they're pretty sounding. 90s but the way that she sings them now for instance in Vegas mm. I think they do stand up very well because she oh, changed yeah, the yeah, production yeah. of them a little bit yeah so I think the songs have always had great structure to them yeah it was just sort of the production work that wasn't good mm-hmm. so like she worked to add those to her set list now I think she could totally pull them off yeah i mean we know they're for the nostalgia but yeah she could contemporaryize them if that's a word you know what i mean did something weird happen with i don't want to cry like it got left off the number one's album or something but i don't think am I making so that up? i think you're making that up or they did that in your country i don't think so something happened with it let me look into that you'll have to look into it the only thing that i know was from the debut album that love takes time they added at the very very last second yeah and Is that's that what, how yeah no i wasn't thinking that's that. not what you're no, thinking no, no. of okay <laughs> something completely different but that's how that rare collection of albums got right. released exactly that does not have that That doesn't have it listed on the packaging where are those albums oh i had them 
Oh, you had one of the original? Oh, yes. I had I had actually two. You had two of those? I had two. I lost them in the fire, but I had them, and I actually had one of them autographed by Mariah. And it was like, no. seriously, it was super, super... You can't find very many of these, even out on eBay. But it was... Um, a cardboard case like mm. it wasn't like a, a seed regular jewel case it was like cardboard it had all different kinds of pictures in it and mm. had like a, a, a open letter to from mariah printed on it and unfolded into a big picture of her with that microphone the classic picture oh really and in 2001 i saw mariah on trl and then she, she like i wanted an autograph from her and she uh handed it i there was a crowd of people and i was holding it and i kept saying mariah mariah can you sign can you sign and like she couldn't reach it because like she was a little far away but she saw it and she uh stopped her bodyguard and she was like hold on can you grab that for me no way uh so she got it she opens it up and she's like oh my god i've never seen one of these before no and i was like oh my god yeah uh-huh and she signed it <laughs> we had to give it back i was like give it back hurry give it back <laughs> um and i actually found the only reason i found that is because i found an old record store oh i bought it at a used record store i love that yeah and it doesn't have the love takes time on it and it's because it's like one of the first like thousand copies printed wow yeah they're super rare wow. but oh my god it's amazing Ooh, I love it. I love it. Because even Mariah was like, um, oh my God. I was like, yeah, Mariah, got you. I wonder what she has in her collection. <laughs> I know. I right? the stuff she just. Do you think she has like a stack of like her own CDs? I mean, she has I would. to. Yeah, right? I totally would. You know she does. But then she's finding stuff that she doesn't even have. Especially in the right. beginning. Wouldn't you like send me one of everything? I want everything. Ten of like, everything, I yeah. Keep, I like put it in storage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I but not. I think over the years, like things probably get lost and shuffled she around. She probably does have it. She's forgotten about it. Hasn't seen it or, yeah. you know, whatever. It's probably in her collection somewhere. Exactly. But, you know, so it's really interesting. Um, that whole like last minute edition of Love Takes Time. Because mm. Love Takes Time then went on to become A number one. her second number one. Yeah. Um, so thank God they added it to the uh, track listing at the very last moment. Yeah. So all the first pressings of that CD don't have it listed, but it's there. It's like on the CD. It's just not on the packaging. I've always wanted one of those. Oh, my God. They're out there. And isn't there another one, another pressing where it's the album and like a interview disc or something there is an interview disc but i don't know if it was packaged together but there is like an interview disc like a promotional interview disc yeah right. um which i have listened to again recently because you can find it online hmm. um and i i must say it was a little boring hmm. <laughs> so there's not much good in there what you gonna talk about but again i mean because well if we're talking about the same interview disc it is literally the interview she did the day before uh, she was going to make her first appearance on the Arsenio Hall show. Oh. So it was like a, like, she, nobody knew who she was. Mm -hmm. Like, literally. Like, you can even tell, like, in her voice, like, she's like, it's like, oh, this is weird. People interviewing me, like, what the, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. You know, because she's so brand new. Yeah. Um, which I guess will bring me to the uh, money and the marketing that they've put into this album. Yeah. They put so much money into this, and they put mariah right front and center for this album and the promotion of this album um like she made her debut television appearance on the arsenio hall show that was like the biggest late night talk show ever and that was like her grand entrance here in america here in america yeah, yeah. 
I don't know what the other countries are like. <laughs> I don't know if it's Hey Hey Saturday, Hey Hey Monday, was... Sabado Gigante. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it took a while for Mariah to leak out around the world. I oh, I definitely think so. I think because um, it's not like today where you can release uh, you release something, something on iTunes worldwide. And the whole world has it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it was a very different day and age. Mm-hmm. So I know that they probably strategically were, you know, slowly building her up to be a global artist. Now, wasn't her first tv appearance that when she did the national anthem okay it was they were three days apart from each other but her uh. national television debut was the arsenio hall show and then three days later she did that nba final mm-hmm. i believe or is it the other way around i should have done my homework one of, now one I'm is. thinking. Either way, they're three days apart. Right. She did that, and then she did the national, not the national anthem. Um, what's the other American song? <laughs> Spangled Banner. No, that's the national oh. anthem. Gosh, I wish I wasn't so old. My memory's going. The one, the national America the Beautiful. That one. That yeah. one. The national America the Beautiful. <laughs> did she sing that at the Super Bowl? All these after no, that's the national anthem. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, Martin. There's like, there's a couple. Just of speaking different... as a foreigner, we don't you always don't have two songs <laughs> as well. We only have one song. Okay. Well, officially, there is just one song, which is the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. That's it. Okay. <laughs> but then. But then you guys sing that other song. Like, wait, is that the national anthem? No. <laughs> I don't know why it's they so do confusing. that. <laughs> Um, I don't know the Purple Mountains Majesty, whatever the however the song goes, but she sings it. They sing that sometimes. I don't know why they sing that. Who knows? I'm a bad American, but they sing that song. Why well, do get confused? Which one's the national anthem? They both are in my mind. Okay, well, there's only one official, okay. but that's fine. <laughs> Anyways, she sang that song at one of the biggest like sporting events, and like 14 million people were watching nobody knew who she was and she hits that high note which is there's not a high note in that song Mm. like whereas the national anthem you do usually like go up like an octave or Mm -hmm. like a key or something i don't know what it's called Mm. so like when mariah sings the national anthem she always puts that high note in there because that's just naturally where you go right with the america the beautiful there really is no high note in there so for her to like switch it and do that like she cemented herself like Mm. it was just crazy like people like the whole arena was buzzing it's crazy yeah and not to be shady but when you listen i just listened to the first album you forget how big her voice was exactly like, it's, oh my it's god it's not like that anymore it's not like that anymore but i think which like, is fine like, which she's is much, fine because you know you, when you're she, old first of all if you really want me to say the truth like she performed vision of love hundreds of times you know in her career but i'll tell you my very favorite performance of vision of love is from 2005 bet Mm. Um, I think it was called the Blueprint special. Oh, yeah. Because she has such a more... Her voice is so much more round. Yeah. So much more full. And I like it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, in those early days, I think she was a little... Like, it was a little too crisp for me. Like, I like a little husk. I love the performance that she just did of Vision of Love on Kelly and Michael. Yeah, with when she, with, yeah, with she sounded great, amazing, amazing. I like when she sings "Vision of Love" in today's voice, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to yeah, back then. But her voice was—I mean, her voice is still. No one can sing a Mariah song. No, no one. Nobody. Like, 
I know like people try and this, that, and the other, but let me tell you, and you know, no disrespect, R.I.P. Whitney Houston, mm. one of the greatest singers, and there's millions of great female singers out there. But this is what I've always said. I've always said, Mariah can sing a Whitney Houston song. Mm -hmm. We haven't heard that yet, but we just know it's possible. Whitney Houston could never sing a Mariah song. I mean, literally, there's no one who can sing a Mariah song the way that Mariah sings it. Yeah. Like, you, yes, you could sing the lyrics, you can sing that, but the nuance and the there's subtlety... There's almost a, also the, the emotion that comes out of Mariah when she exactly. sings her songs. Because it's, she writes them nobody, for herself. Nobody like, can no touch one it. can match that. No. So Whitney could never sing a song like Vanishing. Yeah. Like, it's just impossible. Mm-hmm. And and that just shows that, like, Mariah is just one of a kind. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's why I love it. And, like, with this debut album, she really set a precedence. Yeah. I think what I really noticed was that her voice was so fluid. Like, it could just switch mm-hmm. oh, notes just and gears. Up, down, and blah, 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 blah. Without, you can just tell she's not even thinking. Like, yeah, it was, it was just so it. easy. Yeah, it was so easy for her, you know. But that's all right. Yeah, I, yeah. and I love going back and listening to these early, early songs for that reason because mm-hmm. it was just so effortless, mm-hmm. effortless, mm. and I love it. I can't get enough of it. But so, I mean, she had huge success with these four singles. Yeah, right. Now she didn't like her videos for any of them. No. Like, I think we were talking just the other day. It was not until Dream Lover. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That she, that she was like, started her, to like them. That she started to like her videos. They're pretty cheesy. And like, I mean, they're like 90s. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you look back at like songs like I Don't Want to Cry video or even Someday. Yeah, do you, remember, do you remember just recently she was doing those like behind the scene commentaries on oh, each right. video? And mm-hmm. someday she just was like, I'll let the lambs yeah, talk yeah, about it. <laughs> she didn't. Yeah, she I don't know it. her. Yeah. <laughs> she hates that video. I mean, but she was doing what she had to do because they were like, you know, the label, grooming, made, the grooming. label makes these decisions. The label makes these decisions. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is what it is. And she did the best she could with what she had. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, she was growing still as an artist. I don't know. And, yeah, the Vision of Love video is kind of iconic now. Like that. Right. Her in the big, you weird know. Weird scene with the sunset and the tree in the yeah. background. In the giant window. And she's, like, on the swing with the cat or something. And why is she, like, a little midget in that big giant window? I don't know what they... I th- I'm not quite sure. It's kind of odd. I it's like a it dream was, sequence or something. Or, like, it? maybe she's, like, looking up at God or something. But did you notice that in that video, it's kind of, like, the same setting as the butterfly video? No. The, the house, the staircase, and she's holding oh. the bars and in the country. Okay. Butterfly, she's escaping that. I see that now. I never, never saw it like that. You know, you opening up our minds. Yes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be, like, a total, like, come around Like, she moment. was escaping... Getting yeah. out of that house. Yeah. And she definitely... Oh, remember when she was getting out of Sing Sing? Yeah. I, I think mean, that was Sing Sing. Yeah. But that wasn't in Sing Sing. No, but I think that, re- right. that represented that. It was sort of that. like, yeah, her breaking free yeah. from that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so interesting. But that was the second version of the video for Love Takes Time. Because they... they you know Love. Yes. Sorry. Love Takes Time is like oh, my yeah. favorite album. But there is another... Favorite song. What's the first version? No one's ever seen it before. Oh, really? They, they totally scrapped it. They spent like... 
hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on it and then they scrapped it because which in the day would have been millions oh exactly yeah. like if it was nowadays it would have been millions of dollars yeah. but that was still big huge money back it was a lot then. of money um but apparently mariah said that like the director whoever it was i'm not quite sure had her on a bed in her bra or something and wow. Obviously, the label makes these decisions, and they didn't want her. <laughs> it was probably her idea. It probably actually was her idea, because she's like, I'm surprised they didn't have her, like, she didn't make them put her in a bathtub or something, because yeah. you know Mariah's like, shoot me in the bathtub. I, yeah. I got this. Like, put, turn the lights on, put the camera on, I'll jump in the bathtub. Uh -huh. It'll be great. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I think they had to re, they had to reshoot that for Vision of Love, but... You know, uh, but I love the Love Takes Time video. It's black and white. Oh, yeah. It's just her on a beach. She's depressed. Yep. Oh, my God. And it's in just her rap. great. In her little rap. Yeah. Oh, it's just beautiful. It's very simple. Yeah. But then when you get to like, um, now overseas, they did release There's Gotta Be a Way. There's Got to Be a Way. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like um, that song. I love that song. But the video is probably one of the cheesiest videos oh, <laughs> I've no. ever seen. Like, um, but anyways, so uh, when you look at the album's overall success, there's no way that you can deny what this album did, not only for her career, but for music and for generations to come hmm. that now all want to sing like Mariah. And can't. And can't, obviously. Like, yeah. you, a voice like Mariah's, you, that's once in a lifetime. Sorry. Yeah. There's beautiful singers out there. There's people with amazing talent. But there's only one Mariah. Sorry. Yeah, it's kind of scary. I was listening to a bunch of... I was in the wormhole last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found this video of people singing Mariah's songs. And nobody can do it. Nobody can nobody, do it. Nobody can nobody do it. Can and do it's it. scary that she's the only one that can she do it. She really that. is the only one because, again, when she writes her songs, she writes them for her and her voice. Yeah. So, number one, she has the emotion and the feeling behind it. Number two, she knows what her voice can do and how to make certain lyrics sound a specific way yeah because she knows herself and how her voice works and how it sounds so when she sings certain like you know phrases or lyrics she makes it sound a way that no one else can because it's just so distinctly her like she's so unique and she, and she has been doing it since the very 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 beginning, beginning. like it's that's it that's how why she does this mm -hmm. i don't think she would do this if she you know couldn't write her own music mm. Okay, so when Mariah was getting first signed to an album deal, you know, she was shopping around all her demos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wanted... Warner almost got her, right? Exactly. Yeah. Which was so interesting. And this is why she ended up where she ended up. Because Warner Brothers was going to take... I believe it was All In Your Mind, mm. uh, which was on her original demo. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they were going to use it for a movie. I believe the movie's called Stand By Me. Oh. Uh, on the soundtrack wow. for that movie. Yeah. And they were going to sign her then to like a full um, a record deal. But at the same time, that's when Brenda brought her to the party. So she almost had like this tug of war. And what ultimately won this tug of war for uh, Sony Music and Tommy Mottola was like, Tommy's like, okay, I'll give you the ability to write. You know, um. and Warner Brothers wasn't going to let her do that. Wow. So that was like, boom, that's where she's going. Yeah. And I mean, look at it now. I mean, boom. Who wouldn't have known that her album like would really blow up like that? I mean, here in America, even though I was very young, I know like there, Mariah was it. Like mm -hmm. that was it. This album did so much. I mean, not only was it 
this the first debut album to have four number one singles. Mm-hmm. One after another, after another, after another. Mariah actually holds the record. I still believe she holds the record for five consecutive number one singles. Her first five consecutive number one mm-hmm. singles, because then her next single, Emotions, went number one, too. Um, so that makes five. But from a debut album, four number one singles mm-hmm. is unheard of. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. It's absolutely huge. I mean, this album sold... Especially ones that she also wrote. Oh, exactly. You know what I mean? She... Hello. She wrote this whole album. Yeah. Because they're making... Four number one singles. Yeah, they're making a deal of, like, Rihanna's got all these hits now. It's like, Rihanna doesn't write Yeah, she doesn't write and produce. I mean, I think it was Katy Perry had four number one singles from an album. Oh, yeah. Like her Teenage Dream album. But that was her second album. Hmm. So, yeah, when you can do this on your debut, mm-hmm. that speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, crazy to think six months after this album was out, maybe six to eight months after this album was out, she, there she was winning two Grammy Awards. Right. Like, right out the gate. Yeah. Like, that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You think of like, you know, and I know the Grammy rules and regulations have changed over the years, but like for someone who's brand new, not even been out a year to win best new artist, that doesn't happen anymore because like the cutoff dates now are different. So like if somebody wins best new artist at the Grammys nowadays, it's because they came out two years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. everything sort of has like a back lag to it. But back in the day, oh, it was like boom, boom. But I bet the Grammys at the time, because they had the Millie Vanilli scandal. Right before, so the year before. So eyes on Mariah, like, give her the... Give her, <laughs> give her. She's real yes. talent. Yes. Um, yeah, she was nominated for a couple of things that year, but uh, she only won two. Uh, Best New Artist and uh, Female Vocal for Vision of Love, mm. which, are, which is great. I can't imagine mm-hmm. anyone else winning against Vision of Love, because that no. was it. Yeah. That was it. Um, but essentially, this album... It did a lot. 11 weeks at number one. Yeah. 11 weeks. That's impressive. That's impressive. Today, to date, in America, this has sold 9 million copies. It's just shy of its diamond status. Oh, really? Which is 10 million copies. Oh, wow. Um, so eventually, one of these near years, Hopefully it will be soon, recertified. And um, she'll get that uh, third diamond album. Are they doing something festive? They're doing nothing for it, right? No, I think they should do a re-release or something for the yeah. 25th anniversary, like a box set, you know, do or they something. Need to do? They need to make that demo a double disc. Oh my God, wouldn't that be the, like the best 25th anniversary thing ever? Yes. Well, like I said, I don't hate the album. There's obviously some impressive things, and it's the the launch pad for her career. It just isn't. It isn't the Mariah that you love. I can appreciate it though. Yeah, there's definitely appreciation needed for it. I think that, you know, there's two classes of lambs when the, when we're talking about, like, the debut album. And maybe three classes. Like, there's people like me that feel so nostalgic to it and, you know, love the songs. I, love Takes Time is really one of my favorite, all-time favorite songs. And now that she's singing it mm. in Vegas, I, like, am dying. Um, so I have that nostalgic um, connection to it. Mm-hmm. Because I was listening to it when I was like eight years old, like thinking, "Oh my God, who is this great?" I've never heard anything like it. Yeah. Um, and then there's the second category, which is sort of like lambs like you, who are like, "Yeah, it's a great album, but like, I like Mariah when it's like real Mariah." Yeah. 
you know, like the, what is it, the farm fresh eggs? The, um, the free range. <laughs> free range. Free range Mariah. Out of the cage. Free range, out of the cage, yeah. you know, able to give us everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like when she's giving us, you know, exactly what she wants. Yeah. Um, and then I think there's maybe a third class of like younger lambs, like who are like age 15 and younger who love Mariah, who like, can't connect with that album because number one they're too young and number two they just don't have the uh, nostalgic co- yeah. connection yeah like you know what i mean i think the nostalgia comes in when you jump on the ride with mariah mm-hmm. like for me i'm so nostalgic about the butterfly album and honey the honey video right. like all right. of that is nostalgic for me when i can rewatch that i'm like oh my god i remember god, it brings this. you back to yeah. the memory, memories and the places that's where my nostalgia kicks in see mine starts earlier that's why maybe i love it more than you yeah well for the younger lambs if they're joining in at emancipation right i think that's just where that's they, just where their that's where it begins <laughs> that's that's the, the the span of their nostalgia yeah. only goes back that far which is really a shame so i hope you lambs out there uh, love well, talking about this album and go back and revisit it and you know discover to, it di- rediscover yeah. it and try to like forget about the cheesy production of it mm. think of like the song structures the st- song lyrics the, the listen melodies to, listen to her, listen to her and voice and just listen to her voice I mean that's what, what this doing. album really is all about yeah um, and so I think for me it just stands up there it's, I'm sure it's that, great yeah but... I'm sure they're going to be lambs that go back and re-listen to it and maybe they realize they do like it I'm sure there's a whole spectrum. Of um, there's a whole spectrum. Lambs. I'm just I'm I'm there with the with the album. It was like life changing for me because like I was like oh my god. Oh really? You know what I mean? Like yeah. Vision of love. First hearing that, I'm like, and you never heard any other Mariah song before. Uh-huh. Like, and Vision of Love is like the first one. You're like oh my god, this is like this, the bitch is changing the game. Well, guys, tell us what you think. Do you like the album? Are you nostalgic about it? Do right. you hate what, it? What category of lamb do you fall into? Are you like me? Yeah. That like loves it because you were like eight years old, uh, jamming out to it like on your little boombox. Or you're like me where you joined the party a bit late and this is just one of her early pieces. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. But that's a wrap for the Lamely meeting. Coming up next, we have our ever delightful lamb mail. Okay, guys, it's time for lamb mail. Our favorite part. Yes, I'm so into lamb mail. I know. I love getting the feedback because I want to know what other people are thinking. Yeah, keep sending it, guys. I, but we want more. more I want more, 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 more. Because, like, I, can't get I can sit and talk about Mariah forever. Yeah. And I do. But, like, I want to know what other people think, too. Yeah, you can find us at, like, Lamely Meeting. Yeah. Send Facebook. us anything. Like, even if it's not a topic we're talking about in the Lamely Meeting, yeah. send us, like, a topic you want to hear about. Yeah, we need help. Yeah. Well, this is Lamely. We don't need help, Martin. We're professionals here. We need help coming with ideas. We, yes. Any ideas, anything you want to talk about, like, just send it out. Yeah, please. Let us know. Okay, so do you remember last week I was talking about the Rolling Stone list of yeah. um, mm-hmm. songwriters, 100 greatest songwriters that they forgot to put Mariah? Yes. I'm going to say they forgot to put Mariah on yeah, it. Yes, so it slipped someone's mind. Yeah. That's how we're coming to terms with this. Which, by the way, the more I think about it, it's really just discrimination. It really is. What, what are they afraid of? She has... 
beyond anyway. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't we could, we could go into a whole other thing, but just a little sidebar on that before we get into our lamb mail, because now I'm like on a tangent. Yeah. I was reading like old stories from Rolling Stone a few years back. Yeah, they did the top 100 singers of all time, and uh-huh. Mariah made the list. Singers. I don't know what number she was on it. So if they she was on her. that, why can't she be on the 100 Greatest Songwriters? Yeah, because they go hand in hand with Mariah. Right, because it goes hand in hand with Mariah. I bet if Mariah was to choose one over the other, she'd go with songwriting. Exactly. Okay, so lamb mail. <sighs> anyway, so, so you know how I brought that up? Right. Uh, one of our lamb's listeners, Ricky Martel made a comment on the post, which, uh-huh. by the way, is still on our Facebook and Twitter. So yes. go and comment and like comment, it and share it. Share it. Let people know what you think. We need to shame those people over there. At yes, Rolling it's Stone. right on our Facebook. You can look at the whole link and share it with yeah. everyone. Please speak up. Anyway, so Ricky spoke up and said, I guess the Rolling Stone list is the 100 songwriters who failed miserably at being as amazing and outstanding as Mariah Carey. It's their consolation prize. <laughs> Mariah is ahead of the others by leaps and bounds. <laughs> True. Oh, that's very true, actually. It is. <laughs> oh, he went for him. <laughs> All right, Ricky. Let him have it. So maybe it's just best if she's up the list. Yeah, like she's in a category of her yeah. own. Let's look at it that way. <laughs> she doesn't qualify because she's ahead. She's way yeah. ahead of yeah. that. Yeah. She's not even in your league. Oh, oh my goodness. That's great, Ricky. Thank you for that. We love it. What else? Um, so uh, next up we have Stephanie Rafferty uh, from uh, Facebook. Hey, Stephanie. Hi. How you doing? Um, and she asks, actually, just curious if you might share in one episode some of your favorite Mariah, what I call baby-making songs or sensual, sexy love songs. Uh-oh. Love you much. Um. Oh, <laughs> I've never, Stephanie, I don't, yeah. I don't know if we do that. That the, might the, be... I think it's a straight girl the, thing. <laughs> that could be... Um, which is fine. Which is yeah. fine. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm almost like, I don't, I don't even know what to say. No, I don't put Mariah I don't on. put Mariah into my baby make. I don't make babies. I think I've even like turned it off. Like, I don't, can't listen to this. It would probably be like distracting, maybe. I think I did once. Oh, yeah. Like, I just put an album on. I think it was the Memoirs album, but whatever. But There's something about Mariah's music that doesn't... I don't know. Like, Nick Cannon might do that to his to his ex-wife's music, but I don't do that. Well, maybe... Um, I don't know. I don't you know, straight could, lambs out there. there. Yeah, I mean... You tell us. You tell us what your favorite baby-making yeah. love song Mariah's... Because I've never actually thought of that. I don't have Although, one. now that I think of um, the Memoirs album, I would say is, like, Impossible one of them. Yeah. Not Impos- really. Is Bliss? I think Bliss Rainbow? maybe could do be alright. I don't even know. Bliss is kind of sexy. What's um, on Butterfly? Oh, God. the roof maybe. The, oh, I would do, honey. I've been on the roof yeah. making babies, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that song was playing. <laughs> maybe the roof. But even then, it's such a good song. I'll even be concentrating though, on right? it. Right? Yeah. I just I don't have Mariah while making babies. Nah. I don't know. You guys let us know. Yeah, We're putting us. it out there on Stephanie's behalf. What yeah, you guys? Stephanie, what's your favorite yeah, song? Yeah, hashtag Mariah Baby Making. What I, well, there has to be something else. Yeah, I'm sure there's a couple in there that are real sensual. I really think, yeah, I think Bliss is probably a pretty central yeah. song. In terms of lovemaking. I don't know, guys. I that know. I'm really, meeting. I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a loss for words almost <laughs> but thank you stephanie we love and appreciate that actually i think i noticed on our facebook we have some straight 
um, guidelines. Oh, so we do. So you guys help us yeah. out. Yeah. What do you guys put on? What, what do you guys put on? What do you, what sexy Mariah songs? Uh, I don't know. Let's go over to Twitter now. Okay, let's go to. Now I'm still thinking about it. I'm like Stephanie. Yeah. I don't know what I could even say. I feel like it's more like blasphemous if you did that. Yeah, I don't even think of Mariah in that way. No, me either. It's so sacrilege. <laughs> but I guess these straight people do. They do. That's and whole, like straight guys thing. think she's. I mean, I think she's beautiful. I think she's one of the most amazingly beautiful people ever. But yeah, like I don't equate her in like a sex. Yeah, Wendy Williams always says, I can't imagine Mariah having sex. Me either. Yeah, me neither. I mean, she's definitely not taking the heels off. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I bet it's a traumatic experience for her. (laughs) She hates it. I know. Okay, okay. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Who do we got on Twitter? Oh, we got Mophius. Love it. Uh, And he said, at Lamely Meeting, I'm about to luxuriate with a splash and listen to Mariah Carey's shadiest moments. Oh, he's a listener. Love it. Hashtag Lamely Meeting. Love it. That's what you got to do. You got to take your moment, your little afternoon bubble bath. Yeah. Splash. And uh, put us on in the background. And send us some pictures of you doing that. Yeah. Well, not in the bath. Well, maybe not in the bath. Out and about, on the bus. Whatever you're doing. Well, however you do it, you know. What else we got? Um... Instagram. Here's one. Um, Disney is my ecstasy. Is that how? What's that? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, they say I love you guys. Your podcasts are so fun to listen to, and you guys are really devoted lambs. Well, thank you. We appreciate yeah, that. Thank you. I mean, I am devoted. Pretty devoted. Pretty devoted. I can. I mean, obviously, I can talk about it forever. I know. And you know, I was thinking about this podcast and like the amount of work we're putting into it and i was thinking are we crazy to like do this are we those crazy people but then i realized no because you know straight guys love sports football and and football and they put in so much time and stuff and like fantasy football and there's tv shows about it oh my god and sports commentary all that kind of same thing mariah is a singing athlete and we're enthusiastic yes she's a vocal athlete yes a vocal musical musical athlete athlete. there we go and we're just being enthusiastic and so are you guys that's why you're listening that's that's a great way to put it i agree yes it's not weird at all no i don't think so i don't think so i mean i don't know right now i just tell like all the lambs that i have this podcast i haven't really branched out well my close friends know but well no one else is doing it no no one else is doing it no, no, no one else is doing it. Not like we're doing it. No. <laughs> um, um, but is that all we have this week for lamb mail? Yeah, guys, send us your lamb mail. I you think know. I keep saying it. But hashtag lamely. Hashtag lamely meeting at lamely meeting at lamely meeting. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and SoundCloud and iTunes. So uh, hit us up, and we will hear from you soon. And don't forget to subscribe because then you can forget about it, and your iTunes will just update automatically. Right. You're, if you're uh, subscribed to us on iTunes, it'll just pop up every time you have a new episode from us. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, that's it for the meeting. We're wrapping it up, finally. Finally, we kind of we, blabbed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we, you know, we got a little Mariah of the mouth. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, because, you know, she can talk. Exactly. So, you know... Um, so we we talked. Well, we want to know what you guys think. What are your memories of the yeah, first album? What are your connections to it? What are your loves and thoughts and all of that? Do you want a box set like we were imagining? Do you want to hear the demos? Yes, we do. Yes, desperately. Yeah. Speak up, because people pay attention. Exactly. So send us like tweets of what you want. Yeah. Demand the demo. Demand the demo. Hashtag Epi Records in it. Yeah. 
and let them hear it because I know it's out there and it's a gold mine. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Lamely Meeting, all one word. And hashtag us, Lamely Meeting. Yes, and, and we want to hear from you because next week we are discussing... Ooh, the men's of Mariah. Yeah, All of her relationships. She's had some good ones. She's had some bit very public ones. Yeah. Some not so public ones. Yeah. I know, like, this topic is very kitchen table talk because you couldn't, shouldn't be talking about... Well, it's Lamely, so don't it's tell Lamely. your friends about it. Just it's keep it to yourself. Yeah. Just keep you it know. to yourself. So, yeah. Like, okay, so if you had one favorite Mariah man yeah. relationship, who would it be? <sighs> I know it's the bad boy, but Jeter. Jeter, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he held up well, too. He still oh, looks good. Ooh, he still looks good. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into that. Don't All get right. me started. Okay. Oh, okay. No. I was going to ask you something else. Okay. <laughs> no, forget about it. We'll save it all for right, next week. All right, we'll save it all for next week, but... Oh, guess what? Oh, well, since we're on yeah. that topic, we're mm-hmm. going to have our first guest next week. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Here we go. It's not this that... Ex- is, yeah. But it's a good one, because it's you don't come across people like this very often. No, so speaking of men's, Mariah's men's, mm-hmm. one of my um, neighbors and friends, Kathy Heiser was at Mariah's first wedding. Can you believe it? Mm. An inside eye to Mariah and Tommy's over-the-top Fifth Avenue wedding. Yes. And she wasn't a guest, so she was there working on the staff. Uh-huh. So she got a like full beha- bird's eye view. Full yeah. behind the scenes and everything. Yep. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's going to be exciting, guys. So tune in for that, too. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. We will see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.